sportsmanship, confidence building, positive attitude, learning from failure, and success. You'll find it all here. This is Sports Psychology Today with Dr. Andrew Jacobs, Digital Edition. Welcome to the exclusive digital edition of Sports Psychology Today. I am sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs, and you can hear this and all of our other podcasts on winnersunlimited.com. You know, the world of sports brings us so many different lessons. It teaches us about success, about failure, about teamwork, about confidence, about understanding how to get along with players, how to get along with fans, how to get along with coaches. And today we're going to have a stimulating interview with an NFL player who won a Super Bowl. His name is Burgess Owens. He played with the New York Jets. He played with the Oakland Raiders when they won the Super Bowl in 1981. We're going to talk with Burgess about his views on success and failure, about what it takes to become successful, how to understand failure, and how to make that a lesson that can teach you how to grow and develop. I've been a sports psychologist for 36 years, and I've had the privilege of working with athletes at all levels of sport, from the Olympics and professional level down to Little League. One of the things I find with all the athletes that I work with is that sports teaches us these valuable lessons. And if you can learn from them and make them something that can help you become better, you will become successful not just at sports but at life. And now I'm privileged to be talking with Burgess Owens, a great NFL player, great collegiate player in the world of football. You might know him from playing with the New York Jets, a first-round draft pick, and a Super Bowl champion with the Oakland Raiders. Burgess, thank you so much for joining me this morning. Doc, thank you so much. I look forward to our chat, for sure. You know, I've been looking on your website, and you have such an incredible background here. There's so many interesting things about you. We could talk for hours. But you have two quotes on here I want to start off with that I love because they fit in line with the philosophy I have. As 36 years as a sports psychologist, I've worked with so many wonderful people. You have two quotes I want to read. First of all, champions, only through struggle and persistence can we take advantage of the special talents we have hidden within. It's not the Super Bowl that I wear but the character and resolve I exhibit during the down times that define me as a champion. And then the second one on here, our friend failure. Failure can be our best friend if we choose not to quit once we've been introduced. Tell me a little bit about those quotes, Burgess. Well, I think, I think it kind of um, cuts the core of, of who we all are. We, we, we all go through life, and sometimes uh, um, some folks are very good at hiding the fact that they fail. But uh, the only way you're going to ever succeed is to have the courage to, to go for goals that, that are not guaranteed and, and, and then learn the lessons that happen when you, when you don't make it. And that, that happens to all of us. I, I think it's, uh, it's, it's a great part of life is to learn what life is all about and to recognize that everyone goes through it. Uh, uh, Doc, you and I, don't, we don't know a lot about each other's background. This is the first time we get a chance to know each other. I can tell you the reason why you uh, uh, appreciate those two quotes because you've been through it also. Uh, those times where you say, gosh, man, what happened? How did this happen? Why am I here? And, and through that process, we learn a lot about life. Uh, and I would say, uh, and real, real, real quickly, one of, the, one of the things when I do when I talk, I talk about what I call a 13th season. And in that process, I talk about the 12 years I had before going to the Super Bowl games, which were all losing seasons, high school, the college, University of Miami, and, and with the Jets, all losing seasons. And then the 13th season, of course, was the, 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 the season with uh, – with Al Davis. Um, when somebody asks me, what is my highlight of my life, they think it's normally going to be the fact I played with the Red Super Bowl Raiders, a Super Bowl championship team. But I go back to the fact that all the great lessons I learned through the 12 years before that, 
humbleness, tenacity, uh, goal setting, getting back up, uh, all the things that it takes to win, you learn through those time, those tough times. So uh, that that's that's why I came with those two quotes. It's, uh, it's a matter of life experiences, and, and we all go through it. So it's the key just to, to learn from it and, and, to, and to teach others and have to come through the process. That's tremendous. You know, it, it failure is something we all have to experience. I, I have all these young athletes I see in my office, as I have for years, and one of the things that's interesting, Burgess, is they'll come in and talk to me about frustration in their sport, whether they're a girl or a boy, a teenager, an adult, 10-year-old, doesn't matter. And so many of them tell me they're perfectionists. And I'll ask them, well, who have you met who's perfect? And they pause for a minute and they go, well, nobody. And I'll go, then why are you trying to be perfect if, if nobody's perfect? And, you know, they always have to stop and think about it and then they smile. And I'll ask them, how do you handle failure? Because you have to learn how to do that. So share with us, Burgess, how you handled failure, because obviously you, you, you experienced a lot of it before you became successful. Well, I think, and, and, and I'll say this for those who, who are listening, obviously are folks that either are, are athletes or enjoy the game of sports or have some experience with it. And, and what I love about the, the environment of sports, and no matter what level you get to, is every single day you go out, you're dealing with failure. Uh, the idea of working with weights, you work with weights and you work until you fail, you cannot do it anymore, you're, you're hurt, but then you come back because you it, it made you feel good, you got to a certain point. So the goal is now to get past that point to another point. So uh, a lot about failure, it, it, it is part of it, a big part of it is to keep us humble, um, but at the same time, it, keeps, it helps us to learn what it is to set goals. And... Um, and then the, the good feeling that comes when you when you meet meet a match them, uh, I, I would say uh, the most important lessons that I've learned because obviously there are physical lessons, um, there are physical um, objectives and and goals and and wins. Uh, you know, winning the Super Bowl game was a great great experience, uh, but I, I I would say the greatest lessons that come from the process is to learn to be humble, um, to recognize that. Uh, winning is is kind of just a an explanation. It's an explanation. It, it, it gives you an idea that, of where you got into, but it's the humble process of realizing what it what it what it did what you did to get you there, and that you can have to continue to do that in order to continue to move forward. So, um, uh, and, and then real quickly, Doc, I'll just give you an example of what that means. Uh, you know, I, I was a very fortunate to be part of a Super Bowl team. Uh, we, it was a team that came together. We had a lot of fun. But not too many people ask what happened the year after. Uh, and the year after we won Super Bowl 15, the greatest team, you know, the, the, the best team of that year, the team that, that has so much fun together. The following year, we came back fat and happy, literally fat and happy. We were wearing our rings, just showed up with, on the football team with our uniforms on, thinking we were going to make it happen. You took it for and granted you were going to win again, didn't you? Exactly. And went to the very bottom of our division because we did not come back as hungry, humble, uh, and and working as hard as we did the year before when we knew we had to get it done. So um, it just is a lot of lessons. I'm just thankful that we have sports in whatever level that we play. There's so many great lessons we can learn. The key is learn them and then take it on to enter life. Well, let me ask you this question because it's something that's very sensitive to, to what I do, especially working so much with young athletes and youth sports. I feel, Burgess, today we're starting kids way too early in organized sports. I think we get kids or in organized leagues at four and five years of age, which to me is ridiculous. 
and we spend way too much time on results. I always talk to my clients about, I call it FOE versus FOR, F-O-E versus F-O-R. F-O-E is focused on execution. F-O-R is focused on results. I see many parents today focusing way too much on results and scores for five- and six-year-old kids. And kids get burned out by the time they're eight and nine. Obviously, you and I grew up in a different generation in the 60s and 70s when we grew up. It's different now. Do you think there's too much pressure on kids to play sports in organized age in organized leagues at younger and younger ages today? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I agree with you totally. And you're right. We, we grew up at a different time. We grew up when, when sports was fun. You know, just, you, you did it. You got together with your, with your buddies on a Saturday or all during the summer, just played because you enjoyed it. Didn't have a lot of supervision. Just went out and, and got it done. I think what's happened is we, we're kind of at an age where a lot of parents want to be part of the game. They, they want to experience what they might not experience when they were younger. Uh, they might want their child to do what they didn't do when they had the opportunities. And we have to be real careful about that because you're, you're right. Uh, uh, there's so many people, and I, I did see some of it in college, some guys who got to college, very good athletes, but they just were, by that time already burnt out and decided they just didn't want to do it anymore. It should be fun. The lessons that come out of sport come from the fact that we are participating, we're doing what we want to do. We motivate ourselves to fight through different processes and different pain. And in that process of self-motivation, we know how to do it when we get off into life later on. So, yes, I, I think there's a, a lot more pressure today. Um, I think it's unfortunate when, when, when parents put themselves into the equation. They, they Most don't know what they're doing to their kids. Uh, it's fun for them. But it should always be fun for the for the child and to have a, a real, just a good, basic life in which sport isn't everything. It's just part of their the overall life life experience. Give me your definition of winning and give me your definition of losing. Okay. Good question. <clears throat> good question. And I've never asked, been asked in that, in that way. Winning, to me, is experiencing another level of growth. It's it's um, finding out something about yourself that you didn't know because you decided to go the extra mile. You push yourself uh, a little bit further than you did before, and you find out you can do it. Uh, in that process, you're finding out that you can actually do a lot more than you thought you could, and you can be patient with yourself to know that in time you'll get there. Uh, uh, and and to, 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 to that point, success is not an overnight deal. It, it's not a hitting the... the the, the, the elevator floor to the top and getting on and just riding. It is patience. It's long-term, and it's seeing yourself with incremental changes growing. Failure, failure to me is, is, uh, is giving up. It's quitting. It's, uh, uh, it's, it's, it's deciding to stop when things get tough. Uh, and I, I'll say this, and I, I, I've, I've, I've had this conversation with youngsters who started football. They don't know if they like it or not, and my, my message to them is, if you're going to play a game, whatever it might be, make sure when you get started, you don't quit for that season. You know, at the end of the season, you can decide, I don't want to do it again. But as you're going through the process, you're going through the pain of growth and change and understanding, during that period, you decide you're going to stick it out one more day until the season ends. And then you can decide if you want to ever go back to that game again. The goal of this whole process is to come out of it knowing that 10 years later or 15 years later, you can say to yourself, I never, ever quit, period. If you say that, then you've won, no matter what the score might have been um, while you played the game. You can, you can walk away knowing that you're capable of winning 
and you know what it feels like, and you'll always, in life, will be a, a, a great, a great uh, experience for you. Boy, I think that's great advice, and I agree with you wholeheartedly. The, on, the only time I ever tell anyone that I feel it's acceptable to quit a team is when there's abuse going on, whether it's physical or yeah. verbal. And, yeah. and, and yeah. oftentimes, you know, a lot of people say, well, you've got to be mentally tough. Well, there's a difference between mental abuse and mental toughness. Don't you agree with that? Yes, yes, absolutely. And and I, I was very fortunate. You know, and you're right. It, it, some of it is, is is the era that we grew up in. You know, it, I, I would say, and, and for those who don't know my background, I grew up in the Deep South in the '60s, and uh, I was the third uh, uh, black athlete to be uh, recruited to the University of Miami. So I grew up in a different era, but it was an era that was kind of innocent in so many ways. I mean, yes, we had we had you know our country was going through tough times and trying to make this transition. But things like what you just mentioned, I, I just never was around it, you know, uh, abuse. Uh, but it, you're right. But certain, certain things, when it comes down to principles and morals, we need to make sure that we, first of all, are, are giants and we stay strong ourselves, but also get away from it. Um, and, 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 and to the point of no abuse, again, I, I, I was very, very thankful never to experience it. Uh, but there are people, um, you know, there's coaches that, that, that put themselves in the picture, and unfortunately they, they, um, they, they, they push way past what is reasonable. So we have to recognize it and make sure we, we are, we're not allowing our children to go through that process, go through that uh, issue, issues as they, as they go through the game. Burgess, I have a lot of quotes that I, I share with people that I've come up with over the 36 years I've been doing this. One of them is, you can have two athletes who are physically the same, but the one with the stronger mind will be the one who will come out on top. And to me, that, de- that develops from learning through experiences, successes, and failures. And, you know, I have so many athletes that come in. In fact, I have a, a high school quarterback I just started working with who's always been the best on his team. He's now a freshman in high school, and now he's not the number one guy. And he doesn't know how to deal with that very well because he's always been the top guy. And I've told him, wow. I said, this, this will be the best lesson for you because you have to learn what it's like to not be number one and what you have to do to work harder, and that's where the mental part of this comes in. How do you feel about that? Oh, that's, that's, that's spot on. It's interesting. When you started uh, telling that story, I wrote down the word underdog. <clears throat> um, and, and I experienced this. I experienced this particularly when I think about some, some of my college buddies. The ones that come through, and I would consider myself a part of this crowd, I never, never saw myself as being all that. I always saw myself, and I had this idea that I didn't want to fail. You know, and, and, and in the process of, uh, you know, going to college, I, I, I want to make sure I make the team, and, and, and I see these guys as being so much better, and, and so you work harder because you want to win. Uh, being an underdog is the greatest um, uh, opportunity that you'll have in life if you have the right attitude. If you're not a dog and decide you're going to win regardless of what it takes, you're gaining within yourself a discipline and a habit, and those habits will allow you to always try to figure out how can you get better, uh, uh, how can you uh, overcome this, this feeling you have that you might not have it all together, but you're going to work hard on those guys on the field to, to, get, it, to get it done. So you're right. And they're, and they're guys who come with all the right equipment. You know, they're tall, they're lean, they're strong. They have no idea what it is to dig deep because they've, they've always stepped on the field and people expect it and things begin to happen for them. So be thankful if you're an underdog. Be thankful if you're a little bit undersized or you're a little bit slower or, or whatever it might be because you know what you need to do to now get better, and that process of getting better will allow you to, to really accept life. One last point. 
this is all about life. All sports is is to train us for the real world. We will get to a point we cannot run, jump, throw, whatever it might be, and it's what do we what do we learn through that process of sports is going to help us now to deal with our family, being a great person in the community, being a great dad or a great mom. These are the things that really sports is designed to do. So, yes, the scoreboard counts to a degree, but it, it really is what happens inside and how you've grown through that period of this little chapter that's going to really define you as, as if that's being a winning experience or not. Well, that's great advice. You know, obviously you have a, a lot of great experiences to go on that you've learned from, but you also play with a lot of guys who didn't learn from those things and have not moved. You've become very successful in life. You have a book out called Liberalism, How to Turn Good Men into Whiners, Weenies, and Wimps. I, I love that title. Um, <laughs> but you probably, play, <laughs> you probably played with a bunch of guys, though, who have not become successful after sport. Why do you think you were able to do that, and why do you think some of those guys didn't? You know, it, it, that's, that's another very good question, because I've, all, I've all, uh, occasionally made this point. Matter of fact, I was, um, I was talking with a young man um, uh, just, uh, just in high school here. He loves the sport, and, uh, but I don't know if he's going to have the size to go to the next level, and, and he has to figure that out. But in, in our conversation, uh, what I told him, is that, and this is my experience, there is a lesson that the game of sports teaches us, and we've talked about some of that today. Uh, you know, we've talked about the, uh, the the idea of learning how to never give up, how to be a winner, uh, how to be humble, how to all those things that come through the sport. And some people get it and some don't. I've played with guys who played the sport of the NFL for 12, 15 years and never, ever got to essence of sports, never learned it. And then I've also, I can think of a guy, uh, Alan Washington. I, I remember him very would never was a starter, was kind of bullied almost when I was in high school, but he learned what the essence of sports was in high school and went on to be very, very successful in life. So it, it's, and that, that's what I was saying earlier, it's, it's really those things, those lessons that we learn as we look at the scoreboard and we try to do our best to be on the winning, winning, on the winning side, recognize that, that is not, that's not really the biggest score. The biggest lesson, the biggest score is what happens inside because as you learn the essence of sports, it will teach you life and to go out there and really make a difference and, and make, be a world changer you know, as you, as you uh, approach your family and everything else you got to go through. I talk about four key words, and I want to get your opinion on these. I call them the keys to success. There's so many different factors that play a role in, in life that make it successful or, or end up causing us to fail. But I focus on preparation, focus, attitude, and confidence. To me, Burgess, preparation is about how you get ready mentally, physically, psychologically, spiritually, emotionally, nutritionally, sleep-wise, rest-wise, all the things that you put into it to get prepared. Focus is about your concentration skills, but also dealing with the distractions. Attitude is about how you feel about yourself. Are you positive, negative, or most importantly, realistic? And then that all comes back to the foundation of all of it, which is confidence, I want to ask you this question before you comment on these four words before we wrap up our interview okay. today. Do you have to be confident to be successful, or do you have to be successful to be confident? I think when it comes down to it, the goal is to get to that last one, which is confidence. That's what we need to get to. And, and we all start at different points. Uh, I, I was not totally confident um, in, in a lot of things. Uh, you're talking to a guy that actually in high school was extremely shy. Um, matter of fact, uh, there was a book 
uh, there was a, one of my cards on the back of it says, Burgess Owens always reads books on road trips. And I did that because I was so shy, so introverted, that I would hide behind books instead of trying to figure out how to talk to people. So the, the end of the day is, is getting to that last one, which is confidence, because you do things once you're confident. <clears throat> now, how do you get there, though? The, whatever you, whatever endeavor you take, whatever endeavor you go at, you do the first three. You prepare the very, very best you can. You have an attitude that I'm going to make this happen. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to be the best I can be. I'm going to I'm going to be a contributor to the team. I'm going to be a good person. You you put that attitude, and then all of a sudden, and this is what happens with athletes, really good athletes. We begin to zone in. Uh, it's and you and Doc, you know you know what I'm talking about. It's where you're on the field, and you don't really you, the noise is kind of a murmur in the back, but you don't really. Focus on anything, but what you got to do that play. That's, yeah, many people call it in the again. being in the zone. In the zone, exactly, exactly. So if you're able to prepare well enough that you're not thinking about anymore the the the, the, the little things you got to do, the mechanics. You're thinking strictly about what your body now has been focused to make happen. You get all that together with the right attitude, and I would say of all the things people miss out on, the attitude is a big piece. Attitude should be one of humbleness. Support, service, giving—all uh, uh, those things that that dictate to you that you're going to not quit. And let me just say one more thing: the attitude. I remember one, and I make this when I when I do my talks. I remember one moment playing against the—I was with the Jets, playing against the New England Patriots. Uh, defensive squad was on the field. I'm a defensive back. The score was 53 to three. We were behind. Two minutes left, and I remember thinking, uh, "What can I do to change the game around?" My attitude to all those years of, learn, of, 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 of losing was I'm going to make sure that my, my, my friends, my teammates, when they saw the film on Monday or Tuesday, whenever, they saw a guy who didn't quit. They saw a guy who didn't habit, quit. Yeah. Exactly. The habit was, and it, so it wasn't even the, uh, the game anymore. It was what my guys saw when we went in on that little, little four, five, eight, nine of us to see what we did and how we responded. You know, that, so we that, get our attitude. That, that, that's just interesting because as you're talking, Burgess, it reminds me of the time I spent at the Kansas City Royals with George Brett, Hall of Famer. And George yeah. Brett never, ever, ever didn't give 100%. He did on every ground ball to the pitcher to the first baseman. He ran it all the way out because he told me one time, he said there's going to be one time where the first baseman drops the ball or there's a bad throw. And he goes, yeah. you can never, ever stop doing that. My friend, I want to you thank you. So, listen, I want to thank you so much. This, this has been a, a tremendous interview, and uh, you have so much to say. I'd love to have you back on with me again. Let me ask you this question. If people would like to get a hold of you, Burgess, how can they reach you? The best one is go to my website, uh, Burgess Owens Talks, like we're doing right now with an S on it, and they'll have all in the background and how to get in touch. And, Doc, it's been a real pleasure. Uh, it's good to come, come from old school like, uh, like we have to be able to, 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 to give to these folks. I know that there's, there's a way to, to, to get better. For sure. Well, thank you, and, and tell everybody the name of your book and where they can get it as well. Liberalism, or how, to turn, how to Turn Good Men into Winers, Weenies, and Wimps. All right, I appreciate it. Thank you so much for joining me this morning. Thanks, Doc. Have a good one. Bye-bye. That wraps it up for this digital edition of Sports Psychology Today. Remember, you can hear this interview and all the others on winnersunlimited.com. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Sports Psychology Today with Dr. Andrew Jacobs, Digital Edition. Find out more at winnersunlimited.com.